Hello, I'm Stephen Mansfield. Welcome to Derek Prince Legacy Radio. Derek Prince Legacy Radio, a broadcast outreach of Derek Prince Ministries, bringing you the very best from the vast teaching archive of author and Bible teacher Derek Prince. Your guide to the Derek Prince Legacy is New York Times best-selling author and speaker Stephen Mansfield. I hope you're having a great Thursday. Thanks for spending some time with us here at Derek Prince Legacy Radio. We are in uh, the towards the end, really, of a long, wonderful series by Derek Prince called Laying the Foundation. He's been teaching us this week about at the end of time. He really is teaching us about the return of Jesus, what's going to happen, what are the events that follow. I think this will help you get a lot of things straight in your mind. Let's listen. The word rapture comes from a Latin word which means to seize something forcibly. And in the Greek it's used of a thief entering a house and stealing something. It's used of a wolf coming amongst sheep and taking a sheep from the flock. It basically indicates a sudden forceful grab. And that's what the rapture will be like. Jesus will grab us. He'll reach down, take us suddenly, forcefully. There's just one difference between Jesus and the thief. You know what that is? The thief takes what doesn't belong to him. Jesus will only take those who belong to him. Those who are his at his coming. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. And Paul says elsewhere, we'll be changed in a moment, in the blink of an eye. This is very exciting to me. If you don't get excited, well, that's your problem. But here we are, we're sitting in this meeting looking at one another Uh, Warren is looking at my wife and he blinks suddenly she's totally changed she's a glorious gorgeous shining creature and he's changed too she looks at him in amazement doesn't take a long time in a moment the twinkling of an eye we shall be totally transformed do you believe God can do that? I do I think it's exciting if you don't get excited I don't really know What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, the, the rapture is followed by the judgment of Christians. Now, some Christians don't realize that, but we will be the first to be judged. Peter said judgment must begin at the house of God. What is the house of God? The church. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10. Now, we'll probably come back to this when we speak about eternal judgment, but let's look here for a moment. Second Corinthians 5 verse 10, for we must, we as Christians, we must all, all Christians, must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. The word translated appear means actually to be made manifest. I think it's a very frightening word. Everything about us will be totally known. There'll be no secrets. We'll all be made manifest before the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment seat in Greek is bema. It's what a Roman... Uh, officials sat on when he conducted judgment. That's what Pontius Pilate sat on when he judged Jesus. There's a different scene as a great white throne for the judgment of the remainders. But this is the judgment of Christians. And please bear in mind Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. It is not a judgment of condemnation. It is a judgment to assess the quality of our service and to give the appropriate rewards. And Paul says, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body 
according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And notice there are only two categories, good or bad. And John says in the first epistle, all unrighteousness is sin. Anything that is not righteous is sinful. It's like if somebody asked you to illustrate the word crooked. The way I would do it was this. I'd show them a straight line, and I'd say anything that deviates from that line is crooked. It may deviate by one degree, or it may deviate by 90 degrees, but it's crooked. And that's how it is with righteousness. Anything that is unrighteous is sinful. Anything that is not good is bad. There's no middle ground. This is a deception of the enemy, which he has foisted upon the church. Well, I'm not doing what's right, but I'm really not doing what's bad. That's not possible. It's one or the other. This is the judgment seat of Christ. Then we come to the overthrow of the Antichrist and his forces. Now, in 1 John chapter 4, John speaks about Antichrist in three ways. The spirit of Antichrist, many Antichrists, and the Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist is the spirit which operates through every Antichrist. The many Antichrists have been here since the second century AD. One of the most significant was Bar Kokhba, who claimed to be the Messiah and uh, led the Jewish people in their final revolt against Rome, which was utterly suppressed, and the whole nation was either killed or taken into captivity. There was another one called Shabbatai Tzvi in the 17th century, who claimed to be the Messiah and said he would take the Jewish people back to the Middle East, plant them in their land. He went to the Middle East, was arrested by the Turks, and converted to Islam. So that was a disappointment. The Jewish Encyclopedia records about 40 false messiahs that have come to the Jewish people since the time of Jesus. Jesus said, many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. So there have been many antichrists, and a lot of antichrists in the church. We don't need to be too specific about that. But the antichrist has not yet come. I personally believe his shadow has fallen across the stage of human history, but he has not emerged. But he will be the final embodiment of all that is evil and satanic. And when he rules humanity, which he will for about three and a half years, that will be the worst period in human history. And God will permit this because he says to the human race, well, you've made your choice. Now see what you've chosen. You've rejected me. You've rejected my son. This is the alternative. Help yourself. More to come as Derek Prince Legacy Radio continues. Coming to faith in Jesus Christ is a life-changing process. One that lays a stable foundation upon which you can build a whole new life. In his book, At the End of Time, Derek Prince helps you lay that foundation. You'll learn the biblical steps to strengthen your faith and move into your life in Christ with power and certainty. As a companion to this special radio series, we want to send you a copy of Derek's book, At the End of Time, free and postage paid. Call 800-448-3261. That's 800-448-3261. In Canada, 888-737-0771. Build a strong foundation. 800-448-3261. That's 800-448-3261. In Canada, 888-737-0771 or visit us online at DerekPrince.org. 
Have you ever discovered that God doesn't teach just in theory? No. Uh, you can say, well, God, I've really learned that principle. That's fine. God says, now let's see it worked out in your life. <laughs> and that's going to be true of humanity. Humanity is going to get the most terrible lesson that humanity's ever had. You see, Pontius Pilate brought before the Jewish people two men, Jesus and Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was a criminal, a violent man, an agitator. And he said, which of these will I release? And they said, give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. And at the end of this age, the human race will do something similar. They'll say, we don't want this Christ. Give us the leader of our choice. This brilliant, talented, supernaturally empowered man. We want him. And you know what happened? The Jewish people got him. They also said to Pilate, we have no king but Caesar. An amazing thing for Jewish people to say. And for 19 centuries, they've been ruled by the Caesars and the Barabbases have been turned loose on them. That's really the essence of Jewish history. And the same thing is going to happen to the human race. We're going to get what we choose. Those of us who choose Jesus will be under his government. Those of us who reject Jesus will be under the government of the Antichrist. Well, I have to go on. Now, the overthrow of the Antichrist. Revelation 19, verses 19 through 21. This is where Jesus appears from heaven riding on a white horse. Do you believe there are horses in heaven? I do. Whether you do or not, that makes no difference to me. <laughs> and the one who sat on him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. Notice, Jesus makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many diadems, royal crowns. And then it says in verse 15, Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule the nations with a scepter of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of God. And he has on his name, has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is Jesus coming forth as God's appointed ruler to deal with the wicked. And then it says a little further on in that chapter, verses 19 through 21. I saw the beast, that's the name of the Antichrist. It's quite interesting. Revelation, the final book of the Bible, has two characters that are set in opposition to one another. One is the lamb, the other is the beast. The lamb is Jesus, the beast is the Antichrist. The word, the lamb, occurs 28 times in the book of Revelation. The beast occurs 33 times in reference to the Antichrist. And this is the end time conflict. It's between the beast and the lamb. And you know who wins? The lamb, that's right. And that's a lesson for us, because we don't win by violence, we don't win by hatred, we don't win by being tough, we win by laying our lives down, like Jesus. You remember in the fifth chapter of Revelation, John was weeping because no one was there to open the scroll. One of the elders said, don't weep, it's all right. The lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Bear in mind, dearly beloved, that Jesus still is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And you know what name we get? from Judah? Jew. So he's still a Jew. He didn't become a Jew just for 33 years. He identified with the tribe of Judah for time and eternity. And bear in mind, when you get mixed up with the Jews, you're getting mixed up with the brothers and sisters of Jesus. You better be careful. 
I hope that this teaching is doing for you what it's often done for me, and that is removing the fear about future things. We have so many dire predictions, so much darkness uh, in, in the forecasts about this world. But the Bible says, yeah, there's going to be some tough stuff. There's going to be an Antichrist. There's going to be a beast. But tell you what, Jesus has defeated them all, and he holds history in his hand. That's the lesson. Hey, that's all the time we have for now. For everyone at Derek Prince Ministries, I'm Stephen Mansfield. Join us again tomorrow as the legacy continues. For more information about anything heard on today's program, give us a call at 800-448-3261. That's 800-448-3261. In Canada, call 888-737-0771. Derek Prince Legacy Radio is produced by Derek Prince Ministries in association with Audio Aviators. Visit us securely online at DerekPrince.org.